all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Hi. <laughs> Hello. I'm Rachel. <laughs> and I'm David. And this is All Bad Things. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Follow us Insta, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitch at All Bad Things Pod. Email us allbadthingspod at gmail.com. I might eventually respond to you. Join our Facebook discussion group and our Discord. Do all of those things. I say I might eventually respond to you because I'm woefully behind on our emails, so I apologize to everyone who's written Well, this. eventually. I mean, somebody's script that they sent us three years prior, we eventually read it. That's right. So, <laughs> technically, <laughs> we are 100% with that claim. Eventually. Eventually. It's very vague. Yes. It's very uh, law-speak. Yes. <laughs> loophole. We yes. have a loophole. Yeah, I didn't give a definite date. Mm-hmm. Said eventually. Mm-hmm. Could be 50 years from now. That's right. That is eventually. <laughs> Very eventually. <laughs> um, what we drinking tonight? I am drinking the best local or national local beer on the market. Mm-hmm. And you are drinking? A Lone Rider Shotgun Betty. Yes. A local classic. Yes, another stable. There we go. Yes. Yes, indeed. So we have another listener script. We do. We Very do nice. have another listener script today. Um, and this is from... And only because I was slacking, but... It will... <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. It will be my script next week. There you go. Um, we have a listener script from one of our frequent contributors, Stephen. Oh, very nice. From New Zealand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who last did the car, the... Um, oh, right? the Edsel. The Edsel, yeah, wasn't right. that him? do the Edsel, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, indeed. We still do have plenty of listener scripts. Um, which is good. We'll keep them in the rotation. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Even though tax season Raquel is no longer with us. I mean, even so, it's it's just nice to be like, I didn't do research this week, did you? <laughs> Let's just, use Let's one just one pull one out of the pile. <laughs> exactly. This was literally just the first one I grabbed. <laughs> yeah. It's If it was like our fourth episode, that'd be really lazy. Yes, it would be. But we're gaining, we kept it for a very long but time. But we're gaining on 250. So. Yes, this is 243. 243. Mm-hmm. Um, as, you know, we really should... I mean, things are weird right now yes, in they are. the world. Um, on the one hand, at least here in the States, COVID has dropped precipitously. But that's mostly because it was so bad. <laughs> that it's just kind of turned back to like, well, not so bad. <laughs> um but it would be really cool. Oh, and then also, like, another war is getting started. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually underway. Not... <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Early stages. Um, but it would be cool if sometime in the near-ish future, we really could do a live show. Mm-hmm. Local a live show. Live live show. Mm-hmm. I was thinking in the meantime, maybe we could do, because we did it last year. Do another. But that was through Zoom. We did do a Zoom. I think it would be so much easier just do to it do tw- it through Twitch. You know, that would be, it would be good to have some feedback on that. Because you have to, like, log in to Twitch and have you an do. account. And some people I don't think are some people super don't. familiar with that. No. So I'd be interested. In You'd have to create an account if you don't already yeah. have one. But th- well, then but it would be easy to find us. Because it we're would be. But I would be interested pod. to hear from people. Sure. Which, which platform they'd prefer. 
um, like Zoom versus Twitch. Yeah, what what do you think? Feel free to give us some feedback on that. Yes. Um, or YouTube. You can you do live mm-hmm. and oh yeah get on comments from people. I, I think you can. I think to make comments you have to have an account. Well, see, there's, an, and could... I think that that's less likely than gotcha. Zoom or Twitch. Uh, maybe, I guess. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Yep. Let's do a poll. What platform would you like us to do our next stream on? Well, you're gonna put it, put it, put the poll up, right? Because I gave you admin rights. Uh, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. On Facebook, yes. Yeah. No, and t- Twitter, I gave you. The I haven't got it uh, since I got my new phone. Okay. So. Yeah. What about your new TV that you're so excited about? We can't do it through that. No, I was just what? giving you a chance to talk about the beautiful colors oh, on your well, new TV. I mean, I, I, everybody's <laughs> already heard. I've already gloated. <laughs> and anybody who tunes into a stream when I'm playing yes, Horizon Zero Dawn, I, uh, yeah, I gloat quite a bit. So mm-hmm. they understand. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'd be fun to do a physically live show. It would. And anyone who can make it, you know. I would sure say that if we ever did do a live show, that we would also do like a it would take go a, out for drinks after well, or something, you know, hang out with if, people who bothered to come. If we ever did it, it would have <laughs> to be like properly produced. Yes. Like we would have to have a screen where we'd show photos. Yeah, that's we true. We would have to have proper audio. Mm-hmm. Like it, it would be a production. It, it would wouldn't be a production, be, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which... Neither of us have ever... Well, you've done plenty of times. You're playing two different bands. So yeah. you've got some, some insight. Yeah, I don't know about a screen. You know the place in um, Apex where my small band plays all mm-hmm. the time? I'm not going to say it just in case. Yeah. Not that I don't want to give them a plug or whatever, but they have that screen. They do. I wonder if we could rent them out or Who knows? host them. Well, you could technically kind of host. It's a special event. And then people like random like wine moms wander in one night and they're like, what, what the fuck are these like, people talking about? What did about? I get myself into? <laughs> Maybe not that spot, but something like it. Who yeah, knows? you know, like a place that's set up for something like that. Yeah. But then um, obviously we'd need to hang out after with anybody. Oh, of who, course. Especially people no, it would be a, It'd be a freaking party. Yeah. 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 Could do like an early-ish recording, and then I'm thinking like a Saturday night party. at like six o'clock. We're done probably by seven thirty-eight, and then no, just like hang out nine. afterwards. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about done with the story. No, I know, like... and I said nine because I oh. mean it. You know, we would go on if we were in front of an audience. Maybe we're fucking hams. That's true. <laughs> it would go on. But again, uh, again, we're just talking about a, a dream scenario yes. that we don't. So we're 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 you planning see... in front of yes. the audience. Basically. Sorry about that. You should see us when we watch um, uh, Millionaires' Homes on YouTube. Yes, <laughs> the things we would and would not have. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that looks too much like a hotel yeah. party. Don't like it. Don't like it. <laughs> the one with the stupid flag and yeah. yeah. I don't get people who have flags, like American flags, for example, specifically American <laughs> flags. Let's you're be like, honest. You're like, I don't get half of America. <laughs> <laughs> that is a true fact. Yes. I would actually say there's a much larger population that I don't understand. But I understand I'm also a weirdo, so there's that. Well, everybody is to their own degree. You know, yeah. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 
So on to it? <laughs> onto, onto Stephen's yes, topic. Yes. Stephen's like, I can't wait to get through all the... <laughs> all the useless chatter. Yes. The inane banter. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Although that's what some of you are here for. I'm not sure why, but hey, to each oh, their own. boy. I should have looked up pronunciation. <laughs> uh, it'll be more fun. <laughs> oh, no. But literally the title okay. of it. Well. Okay, so this is the saga of the MV... The MV. Not the DMV. I don't, I'm trying to think but about I, it. But I don't want too much Butira- dead air. Butirawi. Okay. B-U-T-I-R-A-O-I. Butirawi. Butirawi. Okay. It, Can I see? Yeah. Okay, Butirawi. the saga of the MV. Butirawi. That sounds like it's German, though. I'm pretty sure it's the South Pacific. <laughs> Anyway. All right. Anyway, we've already butchered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, note to anybody else. Sending... Pronunciation guides, please. <laughs> well, it, well, just at least with the title. Mm. That's fair. I think, but, though. Thank you, Stephen. No, I bet Stephen is like, I'm purposefully like, not doing yes. this because I want like, I to hear, hear them butcher this. I wanna, yes. I hear how bad they'll fuck this up. Which is fair. Um, this is the second fairy... This is from Stephen, obviously. This is the second fairy sinking I've done that happened in a small Pacific island. Both were quite tough to find information on as quite often reports are contradictory and or inconsistent. I can't be sure how accurate some of the reports I have used are. For example, some reports say the survivors were rescued on the seventh day, but the RNZAF oh Orion that found them didn't start searching until the eighth day. Wow, so this is we like a are, long yeah. time. Sur- like... People this surviving is, at sea? That's going to be wild. This is not going to be fun. When I was a kid, I used to watch Gilligan's Island. Did you ever see Gilligan's Island? I've seen it. Yeah? I never, like, watched it, watched it, but I've seen, like, an episode here or there. Do you know the theme song? If I play it, I probably Okay. Yeah. So the theme tune went, and I'm going to sing this. <laughs> okay. Just sit right down and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip. <laughs> That started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. Mm-hmm. A, a mate was a mighty sailor man, the skipper brave and yeah. sure. Five passengers that tell it for three hour tour. Put in any words that rhyme. And like it I'll I'll do you one better. You ready for this? What? Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Was blind, it's amazing. but now I see. It's amazing Grace on uh, double speed. Just turned it like that's how the producer like figured it out. He was just like that's like Southern Baptist humor. Like sure. that's literally where I learned it from. Um, was a Southern Baptist past a pastor, but it doesn't quite work the other way around. Just sit right back and hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started yeah, okay, like, on yeah. this trip. I get really sad. Aboard this tiny ship. No. Yeah. I just had to finish the yeah, You just had to go do her on everybody. <laughs> okay, that's the fun bit over. Things will get pretty grim. I was going to say it's, it's going to be it's going to be bad enough. Yeah. Like, and then you just had to add that. Oh come on, that wasn't that bad. This is what really happens when a small boat is being operated by a lackadaisical crew. Mm. Trigger warning. Ooh. 
This disaster involves the death of children, and there's also Jeez. some fairly graphic descriptions of hardship and death using eyewitness accounts. Oh, you ruined it, Steven. Uh, should, should just, <laughs> what do you think just, this is a disaster podcast? I was gonna say, should we just pick a different <laughs> I wasn't ready for this tonight. Well, you were hoping for the Edsel. Something You're like that. The Edsel, yeah. yeah. No, we we sometimes actually have to do yeah, very sad things too. All right. We'll just have to go into a little banter about any side thing we can find. Some of the people involved contradict each other with how they recounted the disaster. However, I have pieced this together as best as I can. Only parts of the report from the Commission of Inquiry have been released, and the Kiribati government sees the video footage and notes made by reporters who looked into the accident. Ooh, government cover-up. Sources are Wikipedia, World Atlas, and the final report from the Commission of Inquiry. Uh, and also Facebook, Humans of Kiribati, and uh, Britannica. The Republic of Kiribati, which I've never heard of, is tiny. Okay. Consisting Probably of, why we've never heard of it. Yeah, 33 islands. It is home for just 119,000 people. The total land mass is just 811 square kilometers, or about 504 square miles. It straddles the equator and seems at first glance to be an island paradise, but it is a country with big problems. The highest point is just two meters or six and a half feet above sea level. Ooh. Wow. And it is badly being affected by global warming. Yeah. Yeah. This is such a serious problem. The Kiribati government has bought a 22 square meter block or just over 70 square feet of land in Fiji to grow food for its population as climate change is affecting the natural food supply. Wait, that, wow. That climate change not real. No, it's not real, right? Yeah. yeah. You see, David, when ice melts, it actually lowers the, the sea the sea levels yeah. because ice displaces water more. Yeah, how about I literally that? had somebody tell me that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. That's exactly how it works. P Shaw to science. Obviously neither of us are experts on it, mm-hmm. but two of my closest and dearest friends literally work in that field and well, when, when they tell me certain mm-hmm. things are happening, I'm going to trust their opinion. And all due deference to your friends, absolutely. But when 99% of scientists <laughs> yes, say that too. it's going to happen, like, I mean, it's just like you shouldn't. My thing. It's, it's like you shouldn't need the extra. Uh-huh. Like no, I <laughs> yeah. I literally know like two people close yeah. to me that work in this mm-hmm. field, and they're like these things are going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of shouldn't need that after right. 98 or 99 percent yeah i thought it was 98 but either fucking way <laughs> oh well wait it's like now if it's only 98 <laughs> so if 99 people called you an asshole over 98 people you'd be more respondent to the 98 people <laughs> that'd be one less person calling you an right. asshole yeah so that's pretty wild that they actually had to buy land in another on another island to grow food but at least they did something. That's a plan. I, guess. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, it is a plan. Wait, governments make plans? Yeah. Huh? But there are fears that in the future most of the population might it's have to be move. Fucking yep, wiped out. Onto floating platforms or become refugees. Can you imagine floating? Right, it's platforms? gonna be. It's gonna be That's both. Wild. Yeah. I don't know how long it's gonna be most. Floating platform. It's gonna be mostly refugees. Let's be honest. Yes. Yes. Because I, mean, I wouldn't want to live on a floating no, platform. No, Waterworld is honest. is not gonna start. Right? <laughs> Like, anytime soon. And wouldn't be that great if you have a choice. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be great at all. Think, oh. It would probably still be better than the movie, but... <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a thing. Would you rather be a refugee or live on a floating... 
like platform. Uh, they're both terrible options. I know. Those are two not great options. I'm going to go with the refugee because... At least you're on land. People die in the ocean. Yes. Uh-huh. At, well, a, and, at a fucking staggering rate. Like, yeah. Like the ocean's pretty much undefeated. Well, and I... I'm picturing like, you know, yeah, a floating deck, but I know that that's not what they mean. Like it's but. like if you're going to tell me like, oh, you'll spend the rest of your life in the ocean on a hundred million dollar yacht. Like, yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but anything other than yeah. that, uh, Agreed. that's a no for me. <laughs> um, to make matters worse, Kiribati is the poorest country in the whole of Oceania. Okay. The per capita income is just one thousand six hundred forty-one U.S. dollars. I'm Ooh. imagining that's annually. Uh, yeah, probably. Now, uh, now is it Oceania or Oceania? I'm not sure. Anyway, it's the area of the Pacific Ocean. Anyway, that's where it is. Consisting of Australasia, Polynesia, Micronesia, and Melanesia, and includes fourteen countries. Uh, yeah, all of. I mean, I've okay. heard of a couple of those. I've like, heard of Australasia. I've heard of Micronesia. Polynesia, Micronesia, Melanesia. That that sounds like a. That sounds like the pandemic we're I'm going glad through. We, yeah, I'm glad we trust Stephen because he literally he might be he might he just might be fucking with us. <laughs> no, I trust Stephen. <laughs> he wouldn't do that. The capital of Kiribati is the is South Tarawa. The first settlers arrived 4,000 to 5,000 years ago. Makes sense. About 700 years ago, a group of Samoans moved to the island and interbred with the locals. Spanish explorers discovered some of the islands 200 years later, but it was not until 1892 that Kiribati became a British protectorate. Mm. During World War II, the islands were occupied by the Japanese. The Gilbert Islands gained its independence in 1979 and changed its name to Kiribati. Oh, okay. The climate is tropical with two seasons, <laughs> dry and wet. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. And the dry season is between May and October, and the wet season is from December until May. That's a long time. Which is the opposite of mm-hmm. what it is in the uh, northern hemisphere. Okay. That's a long wet season. It's like six months and six, six mm-hmm. months. May, June, July, August, September. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Temperatures are pretty constant all year round with a low of 26 degrees Celsius up to 31 degrees Celsius or 78.8 Fahrenheit to 87.8 Fahrenheit. You would like that. I would. That's You'd be for fine me. That's that. perfect. Yeah. That's too hot for me, but yeah. you would you would like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My original intention was to write a podcast of, of about how the Kiribati citizens are likely to become refugees as their islands are becoming uninhabitable due to global warming. But I came across this disaster, and the more I researched about it, the more interested I got. Although that's a that is a very interesting topic. Is like the first. Well, I, mean, I don't know if the first is is completely accurate, but still, like the country that's really getting the squeeze, the early warning. Of what climate change will cause, you know. Because, mm-hmm. like, Florida's going to be gone one day. <laughs> it will be. Like, it's already going underwater. Miami Beach is basically unlivable as it is. So, yeah. Oh, Butarawi. 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 Oh, man. Sure. So, to I'll, call I'll, MV, accept all of those. MV Butarawi a fairy is being generous. She was just 17 and a half meters long or 57 feet long and 7.8 meters wide or 25.5 feet wide. To make it easier to imagine, she was as wide as two Volkswagen Beetles. I imagine that's a long end. And six Volkswagen Beetles long. Yeah, that's not very big. No. The boat was a catamaran and weighed just oh, 20 well, tons. Yeah. 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 So not uh, like... Catamarans are small. Yeah. She was built locally in the Batillo shipyard in Tarawa. 
I'm not going to go any more into any more details about how she was built as they don't contribute in any way to the cause or outcome of the disaster. No, oh, Stephen, why would you do that? We go off on all sorts of things that have nothing to do all, with the disaster. I want all the metrics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all the specifications, yes. please. I want all of it. Mm-hmm. No, that's funny. The two most important aspects... But, but I can already picture in my mind what a catamaran well, is. It's not very big. So can you describe a catamaran? Like, what's the... Um, have you ever seen Jaws 2? No. Okay. I don't know how to describe it. I mean, I'm trying to... Does, it doesn't have, like, sails or anything. Uh, sometimes it has a sail, Does it look generally. like a pontoon boat? No, it's, big, it's bigger than... It, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. I'll look it up later. Yeah. The two most important aspects of the boat's design is that she was made of wood and she was a catamaran. At her last inspection in the Buterawi's... At... Oh, the Buterawi... Uh, I don't know what that means. But anyway, last inspection, the emergency position indicated a radio radio beacon or EPIRB had an expired battery. To get permission to sail, an EPIRB was borrowed from another boat. Oh, an EPIRB was borrowed from another boat. Okay, so they swapped out the EPIRB. No one noticed that the EPIRB was not the right one. Ooh. After being inspected, the EPIRBs were swapped back. An EPIRB is about the size of a milk carton, and it can send a coded distress message containing the boat's details, including the GPS position of the EPIRB when activated. Sounds fairly important. Oh, yes. Especially since we know this thing lasted seven or eight days. Right. Mm -hmm. We already know that off the top. Well, why did it take so long if the EPIRB was working? Let's find out. Uh, they um, have because at some point it wasn't. I guess they have a self-test button, but there is no information on when the correct EPIRB was tested last. This piece of safety equipment is not really very expensive. I looked up the price of a new one, and prices started at three hundred to six hundred U.S. dollars for a commercial. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. For yeah, for commercial equipment, that's fucking nothing. Just regular like people yeah. with boats who go out on the have lake them. have EPIRBs, or yes. maybe not the lake, but like um, ocean fishermen definitely. Oh, for have for damn sure, mm-hmm. they've they've probably got other shit. That's how I even know what an EPIRB is. It's because of Paul and Young Ron. Mm-hmm. Paul would go out ocean fishing and yeah. he talked about epirbs all the time and he probably was sponsored by an epirb company or yeah, whatever yeah, right. had like he a two thousand dollar one yeah probably like like the like uh, somebody the cadillac of EPIRBs. somebody from nasa can also pick up on your signal right like for an extra thousand dollars <laughs> yeah, just in case to make matters worse the radio license Bless this you. is not boring me. No, I was yawning. I know. I was trying to save you. <laughs> Thank you. It's Friday night, people, and every Saturday. And, and it's it's like Dick Clark's rockin' New Year's Eve <laughs> type of Friday. It's barely past seven. No, we... <laughs> you can testify no. You can testify to the fact that I sleep approx I stay in bed approximately twelve to fourteen hours you do on, on the Friday weekend. nights yes. into Saturday, yes. yes. And I sometimes can. Saturday into Sunday. Yeah, 12, you're 12, always... 12 for sure. Yes. Minimum 12, usually. Yeah. No, yeah. minimum 10. Like, I would say... like The bare right minimum 10. Yeah. But I prefer 12 to 14. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, To make matters worse, the radio license for the... <laughs> like, Buterali... like, like, when am I going to be able to fly to Italy on my vacation? <laughs> So that was- Why are all these wars going on? <laughs> if you haven't seen that clip, you're going to have to look it up to find out what, like, clueless white privilege looks like. Just um, t- which, which now is just look up Joy Behar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, apparently on The View, like one of the Not hosts, apparently. No, yeah, it, we no, saw it. <laughs> one of the hosts who, I don't know all the hosts on The View. She, it was a person. Um, was talking about how awful it is, the estimated, you know, like 50,000 Ukrainian people dying in this conflict, possibly 5 million displaced and it, they, you know, they were being very serious and everything. And then Joy Behar is like, well, I'm worried about Western Europe. I wanted to go to Italy. <laughs> but, you know, then the pandemic happened. And now, and now what? This. It's going to be and like four goes, years before I can she go goes, to Italy? She goes, and now this. Mm-hmm. Like, this fucking thing. This inconvenience to me. That I can't go to Italy. <laughs> it was really, really awful. This conflict that's literally, and I'm not even joking, like, you know. Like a thousand years in the making. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this thing goes way back. But if Joy Bayar can't go, <laughs> can't go to, to Western Italy. Europe. <laughs> oh my God. It was. Then, then fuck horrible. everybody. It was horrible. It was really horrible. Yeah. Talk about clueless American syndrome. Yeah. All right. To make matters worse, the radio license for the Butirawi had expired on the 1st of January and she was due to be checked for seaworthiness on the 20th of January. The fact that she was sailing without a valid radio license was enough reason for the Buterawi to be considered unseaworthy. I was just going to say. Yeah, because you need a fucking radio. That should be a, you're not leaving. Right. Yes, I agree. Until this problem is solved. Like, you need to be up to code on the radio, please. Yeah, we need to know where the fuck, and you need to tell people. Yes. (laughs) More importantly. really important. More importantly, it's it's up to you to tell us where you are. Fucking it. The own... Yeah. The owners told reporters that the Buterai had two radios, but that is not mentioned anywhere else that I could find. On the 3rd of January, 2018, a marine surveyor checked... So this all just happened a few years ago. I was ago. just going to say, like... This isn't 1980 or something. Yeah, even if everybody has a smartphone, which mm-hmm. they probably do, like, This that's, is a very poor country. It's possible. But... I don't know the situation, but... True, but, but mm-hmm. even, like, the... You would oh, well. That's that's true. Yeah. Technologically, though, like even the smallest thing, like this thing, like should be like readily available in 2018. Well, at the very least, the op- owners and operators should have had that fucking right. radio license and all that. Yes. Going. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the the basics right. should have been met in a commercial. Yes. Uh huh. Venture in a, in a in a transportation. <laughs> yes, at that vehicle. Yeah. Uh huh. Let's see. You're gonna have other lives in your hand today. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, let's make sure you're insured in, like, mm-hmm. amongst other things. <sighs> but, David, we need small government and we less do. regulation. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we need to be, never be able to find any of these people. Yeah, we... So, <laughs> that just reminded me, we actually did have to kick someone out of our Facebook discussion group. Basically, the the main issue was that they were being disrespectful to trans people um which by the way fuck anyone who's disrespectful to trans people and if you are trans and need assistance please reach out to us um and it's not child abuse to let your trans child be trans <laughs> just for the record um and turfs are bad but <laughs> um then they went into the fact that they were a Trump voter because they wanted to keep their guns and wanted the government to spend less. Which is the deregulation thing, for one. And Well, if the government is spending less, doesn't that automatically mean that nobody's coming for your guns? Because do you know how <laughs> do you know how much money that that would fucking cost to have like a nationwide 
like SWAT team going through every fucking neighbor. I'm not talking about like mm-hmm. every other or mm-hmm. like we skip a block or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the best estimates, there are more guns in America than there are people, which means every American owns more An than, average more than one yes, gun uh-huh. statistically. Uh-huh. So I, I just there <laughs> are times when it's I'm just like, like it's just like can you think about mm-hmm. just. Think about like the what the logistics of this is the this straight up logistics possible. Like it's yeah. and mm-hmm. the obvious answer is no. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. possible. Like mm-hmm. in any form or fashion. Physically, no. <laughs> um I've often thought that it would be really fun just like for almost novelty's sake. Cause you know, there are people who run for office and unfortunately sometimes get into office on the extreme right wing, right? I would love. It's been happening a lot lately. I would love to run for office fully knowing I wouldn't get elected on an extreme left wing to show the contrast of like, like everything that conservatives are concerned about. Like, yes, I'm running on the platform. I will come to your house and I will take your gun. I've honestly thought about running just to mock. Mm. Like, because what I heard today was, well, we can't have universal health care because that'll bring down the quality of insur- of, of, of health care. Medical care. And my first question to that mm-hmm. person in a debate would have been, mm-hmm. how? Yeah. Just Ex- explain, explain how. The logistics of that. Explain, explain that how happened. more people having health care means less quality. Explain that. Mm-hmm. There is no explanation because mm-hmm. there's no... The fun thing about debating... <clears throat> somebody that would be <clears throat> that far of the right wing mm-hmm. is everything that they believe mm-hmm. there's nothing there yeah there's no substance to it a question or two like literally a follow-up mm-hmm. question or two mm-hmm. would dissolve anything that they had mm-hmm. and i i don't know why you don't see that I know. but i would love to run on like ban all guns um, ban I, all... I would not like you to run on that because people would find out where we lived. Well, yes. I mean, <laughs> not, yeah, not realistically, but let's say, you know, imaginary here. I would say ban all guns, um, ban all animal farming. Um, let's see, let, um, everyone 16 and older gets to vote, period, end of story. I don't care if you're a citizen or not. If you're in the country, you get to vote. If you yeah, you're are, not, you're not winning shit. <laughs> if you, you're, you're no, get, that's you're, what I'm saying. You're literally getting like three votes. What I'm saying is, it's not about <laughs> no, winning. I, it's about I know. showing. I know. All these people who are calling extreme. No. Listen, yeah. all these people who are calling extreme moderates leftists. I want to show people what a <laughs> no. fucking leftist looks like. I don't think we need to make the right wing's head completely no, explode. I, by, I'm just, by, I would, no, I'm I just trying to express myself. I that's know. all. I know. So what I'm saying is like. I would support that ticket, but from like fifty feet away. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is, I feel like telling people, "I'm sorry if you think that person is too left wing." Like, have you met <laughs> like, me? Have you met? Yeah. Because I'll talk about the shit I actually really believe and you know really what? would like. It, it, I would fucking love to take everybody's guns. It might actually take all the guns and bombs and explode into space, as Steppenwolf said. It may actually work because. They'd be like, oh my god, like it's even, like they wouldn't be able to comprehend like, oh, it's even worse than what Fox News made it out to be. <laughs> well, but the thing it is, would be like, like a de- it would almost be like a deprogramming. Wouldn't everybody else look so much more reasonable? Yeah. 
So, But that's not what politics in America are today. We do have a story, Reasonable. don't we? Yes, okay, we on the 3rd of January, 2018, a Marine serv... So basically what I'm saying is I don't know why that person even listened to us if they were a Trump voter who wanted to keep their guns. I think it's kind of funny that they were listening to us. I mean, me too, but the thing is... And, once... and, I, think, and I think broadening, I'm like, hey. No, that's fine, yeah. and I'm cool with that. But when they start fucking with our yeah, that's, our that's, loyal listeners I, and I for the record I did not see any of the well, I didn't see it until I woke up but yeah. it was like overnight it all I didn't see any of the transaction but... you told me what happened and I'm like yeah that's grounds for and if it because it made it certain, was made certain people uncomfortable well it it there was there was a good reasonable basis for saying that it was a bad faith act right. sort of and long and short I want. Our listeners, especially our longtime loyal listeners, who a lot of the people were who were having to interact with this person, feel like our Facebook discussion group is a safe place for them to be. And I'd rather kick out one person who's not. We've always had know, the rule of don't like, be a dick. Yeah, and they were they were we've had the rule they of were dicking around a to little. to get into the group. You have to have right to, answer whatever your mm-hmm. favorite disaster favorite meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a broad meeting mm-hmm. now and, and and don't be an asshole was also mm-hmm. the other and that's it yeah those, those are the two requirements and it seemed like the asshole or the it was dick, on the asshole the dick rule had been yes. had been broken that being said if that person is listening and wants to reach out to us to say like i was miss like i, I misexpressed myself or something Absolutely. or wants to learn cool like Absolutely. we'll deal with that okay yeah. we can talk to you we're not going to put that on our other listeners to have to kind of talk you through that stuff. Like it's okay to it's that it was more of a if it was in good faith, a private discussion would have been a lot more appropriate. So anyway, agreed. On the third of January, twenty eighteen, a marine surveyor checked the boat and found the Buterawi didn't carry enough life jackets, and her aluminum boats were too small. So he issued an instruction that the ferry was not allowed to carry passengers. It was not allowed to go anywhere. And it shouldn't be allowed to go anywhere. So you but have no, least, you have no radio, right? You don't have enough life jackets and life and boats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Let me guess. On January the eighteenth, twenty eighteen, she set off from the island of Nanuti and headed towards Batio on Tarawa. The meteorological office had... Oh, all, all of those were guesses on the pronunciation, by the way. Jesse, don't be mean. Good guesses. <laughs> I knew you'd get distracted. I know. Uh, the meteorological office had issued a weather warning, but the captain decided to sail anyway. Without a radio, what could go wrong? Yeah. On board. Like, yeah, why would you do that just, like, for your own sake? You're right? Like, you're <laughs> risking your own life. I mean... Like, let alone all the people. Yeah. Um, then again, maybe it's a poor nation. Maybe that's the, he gets paid per route. Yeah, maybe pressure from yeah. above him. Who knows? On board were 86 passengers, 13 crew, and 35 okay, tons of coconuts. Yeah, I'm thinking of something different of a catamaran then. So anyway. That's a lot of people in that size of boat, yes. though, I feel. Yeah. There had been an incident a few days before. Her owner, Kiranong Tokiteba, said the boat had run aground, damaging her propeller shaft. Yeah, that's, so it's a disabled that's, boat on top. It's kind of, of like important. It's, Others reported that she had run over a fishing net and she had been deliberately grounded so the crew could free the propeller. Uh, none of that is good. 
In an interview, the boat's owner, Mr. Tokitaba, said that he made the decision that the boat was not allowed to carry any passengers, and the captain ignored them. That sounds like a maybe that's true, maybe it's not. Yeah, it's a yeah. This is an interesting comment, as she had already been banned from carrying passengers by the authorities, and the captain had been told at the time by the marine surveyor. Originally, she was allowed to carry 69 passengers, so even if she hadn't been banned from carrying passengers, she was still overloaded. Exactly. I mean, it's this this thing should not be... No, it's not seaworthy. No, Jesse, stop chewing on cords. Get... Yeah, speak among yourself. Yes, I shall. Jesse, what do you... Don't chew on cords. Uh, oh, let me get in here. Oh. I was going to say, I didn't think it was a cord. Right. Okay, there we go. Hi, Jesse. No, it's okay. Hi. It's okay. Do you want to sit? Do you want to come He's sit? like, no, not really. He's like, no. I've got that, I've got that look in my eyes. He does get, have the wild look in his eyes. You head. guys keep talking. Yep. There are a few lines in the inquiry that suggest that maybe the operators of the ferry did a deal with a businessman to carry passengers in exchange for paying off an outstanding debt. And this might be Jeez, why there we're, were extra people on board. Did we just watch a television series about risking your life to pay off debt? It, it took place in South Korea. Oh, a squid game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And people look. There are so many people out there like, oh, this can't be real. And this like, and I'm I'm watching. Mm. I'm like, this is fucking totally real. It totally makes sense. <laughs> if this were really going on. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this <sighs> isn't that far of a stretch for the imagination. The trip started badly, oh good, with the Buterawi running aground twice while trying to leave I, I, the island. I wonder if having like a faulty propeller had anything <laughs> maybe, to do with that. Maybe, maybe not. You know, the thing that's supposed to propel you through the water. Like forward. Which, well, is, which is why it's called a propeller, but, <laughs> so, that you don't, so that you don't run aground. It's like, not called that, the stay that, in place. That thing, no. It's not called the run agrounder. Run agrounder. <laughs> Many passengers noticed that some crew members had been drinking and appeared to be drunk. There we go. What? I Why d- not? <laughs> I honestly don't think it matters. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I think they were probably doing Maybe. that because we're probably going to die on this trip. So let's have oh, fun man. doing it. Oh. Maybe we'll get that extra $10. Who knows? Maybe. We know that she ran aground three times on her last trip. There are no reports of other groundings, but I can't help but wonder if there weren't more. <laughs> I mean, if you got three, I mean... Like, was that the con- only time? Confirmed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a single trip, yeah. by the way. Yeah. The catamaran ha- headed out into waves eight feet, or two and a half meters high, and wind of around 11 miles per hour, or 18 and a half kilometers per hour. That's, that's, that's no joke. Eight like, feet? That doesn't sound like waves? it's very... No, I don't think those, that's as high as the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound like it's that dangerous, but yeah, it is. In a disabled boat yeah. like uh, or uh, incapac- and kind incapacitated of, but you know like kind of any boat y- yeah like an eight foot wave is Let like alone a small one that's not doing well with a drunk crew an eight foot wave is no joke Mm-mm. it really isn't Mm-mm. uh the generator the generator needed to run the radio was having fuel problems <laughs> shocking this is like the murphy's law of uh, sh- ships here this meant that the Buterawi didn't con- contact the Marine Guard and re- report that they were heading out to sea. So nobody even knew they were out. No wonder. No wonder. Nobody even knew they were out there. Several hours after leaving, passengers on board heard a loud cracking sound. They asked the captain to turn back, 
but he decided to carry on. Can you imagine being Dude, so there's... scared? You're like, can we just go back? But at, at this point, with the the shape that this catamaran is mm-hmm. in, there's no turning. There's no turning Probably back. Not. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. like it's we're just fuck like we're fucking. Jesus. It's like we're fucking going for it. Like there's no other. There's no other way. Did you get my joke? I did. Do you know what that means? I kind of. So, um, there's. <laughs> That's, that's why I kind of skipped over I it. I know. <laughs> you always interrupt me and I laugh at your jokes and then I Not interrupt always. you and you don't. Usually you're like, what does that mean? <sighs> well, I would like to explain what I meant. No turning back. There's a song. Called I Have Decided to Follow Jesus. It's by Jars of Clay. No, it's not. It's like an old... It is not fucking Jars of Clay. No, it's not cool enough for Jars of Clay. It's, um... I have decided to follow Jesus. And anyway, it ends... No turning back. No turning back. And then... And then in Miami, we used to sing it in Spanish, too. I'm so glad I was Episcopalian growing up. And I I can't remember... I don't... My Spanish isn't good enough to remember it all, but it's like... He decidí... No, no be yo ya decidió. Yo decidió. I can get behind that song. No vuelvo atrás. No vuelvo atrás. Anyway. Yeah. That's the second song I've sung. I would go to that church. Well, you just need to know, go to a Spanish evangelical church. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to do that. So I'll be playing Horizon Zero Dawn. The best one was a La Barre. So imagine a bunch of white people in an evangelical church singing a la barre, a la barre, a mi señor. Anyway, best part. Well, it's in the same, it's in the same, it's in the same cadence, it's in the same cadence as a soccer game in Europe, I'm sorry, a football game like, ole, stop, 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 ole, See, now you know how ole, I feel ole, when ole, I'm trying to say shit ole, and you're saying, ole, 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 ole. now you know how I feel when you won't stop talking when I'm trying to do something. I already felt that way, <laughs> but now our listeners need to go through it. <laughs> Suffer. <laughs> Several hours. Okay, loud cracking song sound. <laughs> they want to turn back. We are Captain really putting out the inevitable. Yes. Uh, he increased the engine speed <laughs> until thirty that minutes make, that, later. That honestly makes sense. Well, it depends it re- on what the fucking cracking sound was. But it still makes sense in the sense of get the trip over with. It's it looks, fully depends like it's, on what the problem is. It does. It fully depends on. But that. I would do the same thing. Thirty minutes later, another cracking sound was heard. This time, the captain instructed the crew to break out the life jackets. Some people managed to put on life jackets, but there were only thirty life jackets on board and ninety-nine. I was people. just going to say, don't we have eighty plus people? Eighty-six plus thirteen, so we have yeah. ninety-nine people. Wow. Not enough that's, for all the that's, passengers. Uh, that's passengers and crew. Yes. The Buturai split in two. Oh my as the two hulls God. separated and collapsed oh into each other. God. So that sounds like it split in half and both. It almost caved the in The bow on and the stern went up. To me, it sounds like it caved in on itself. Like that. Wait, like but the... the ends. Did the ends go like this? Or did the ends go like this? Either way, it was fucked. I feel like they like it cracked in the middle... And then the bow and the stern went up towards the sky. I feel like that's it cracked me. in the middle and the, the two sides that were held apart came together. Hmm. That's, what it, that's what it sounds like to me. Wow. Either way. Oh, yeah, the two hulls. A hull is a side, yes. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, so like, that's, yeah, like folded sort that's of. That's what I'm thinking. Or like an implosion. Okay. 
It's not. It's fucking not. It's. Well. Now here's something Jesus. that's not at all shocking. The EPIRB did not activate. EPIRB. <laughs> no way. The, yeah. the, the, the thing that they said don't go out on the water because it yeah. doesn't work. EPIRBs don't need to be turned on manually to work. I was going to say that makes sense. Yeah, they're supposed to activate on mm-hmm. contact with water. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like when you're sinking. It's probably or because they're in a sensitive spot where it's like mm. when this spot mm-hmm. hits water. It's bad. That's when it's mm-hmm. like that's when it's serious. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's when it'll go off. There's no way to know if the EPIRB was missing or just had a bad battery. <sighs> What we do know is that this is at the fucking bottom of the ocean now, yeah. and nobody knows. What we do yeah. know is that the authorities didn't even know the Buterawe had left the island, as the generator was turned off and it was needed to run the radio. See, there's a reason why we have uh, plane towers all over the fucking country that can track every fucking plane that takes off, every plane that lands, because you have to know. Well, we have that stuff with boats too. No, uh, but this—that's what I'm saying. Is mm-hmm. like you have to know. Mm-hmm. The exact number of planes that are in the sky at any given time, mm-hmm. so they don't run into each other. Right. So you, you can know keep... if they fall from the sky. Yeah. Yes. Even if yeah. their transponder or whatever is not mm-hmm. working, like okay, there's a problem with this. We can't connect with them. Mm-hmm. But and and this mm-hmm. thing is literally out in the middle nobody, of somewhere. Nobody fucking knows. No. They don't even know that they left necessarily because yeah, they didn't. Knows. They didn't radio and might say as, they were. Might as well be like a fucking ghost ship. Yeah, basically. Mm. The following account is from Mister Tamaki. Looking into the timeline, I suspect he has lost a day somewhere along the line. I can't say I'm surprised as he was going through hell at the time. That's fair. He says that the New Zealand Air Force P three Orion dropped water on day seven, Jesus. but it was day eight when the search for survivors started. So it took them over a week to know, even realize that people because were missing. Because they didn't know it was they even... Didn't know, nope. It existed. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And there were probably like 99 families that were like... Right? No, they said they were, they were going out like, in this boat. I'm sorry, where's my, and whatever, my sister or whatever? whatever yeah. version of this Coast Guard is, is like, we mm-hmm. don't have Marine any record mm-hmm. of this boat even leaving. Right. Like, nobody heard anything about them leaving, yeah. So you have nothing to go on. Passengers and crew launched two aluminum boats and two life rafts. These were not lifeboats, as they were more just aluminum dinghies. They were probably just trying to find something. Anything that would float so they don't sink and die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh As people climbed on board one of the rafts, its floor collapsed. There was not enough room for everyone to get out of the water, and some people had to hang on to the life rafts and boats, like, in the water. The captain was last seen sitting on one of the upturned hulls, and he made no attempt to save himself. They were still within sight well, of land. I mean, good. I mean, they were still within sight of land. Mm. And they tied the two boats together. Everyone who made it to the boats and one remaining raft survived the first night. I was very close to describing this as Jaws 2. I'm hoping that we don't get into well, sharks. Well, I'm just talking about everybody having to... Anyway. I haven't yes. seen Jaws 2, so I okay. don't get the reference. Yeah. But, but I was close. Okay. <laughs> Everyone who made it to the boats and one remaining raft survived the first night. Mr. Tamake found himself in the water clinging onto the boat that held his wife, his two-year-old son, and his eight-year-old daughter. His wife spent the night encouraging him to hold on. I am using his account. Okay, well, then he survived, I guess. He spent a cold night and all of the next day in the water. Jeez. Ugh. 
By the third day, people were starting to die. Mm-hmm. People in the water started to get delirious and some let go and yep. swam away. That is very similar to like the um, Indianapolis that we, yeah. He's, um, the one remaining life raft drifted away overnight. Ooh, so nobody really knows where they went. On day four, around midday, one of the boats capsized. Because people panicked and tried to climb onto the upturned hull, there was no way to ride it. Well, and these are people four days into absolute trauma, so yeah, they're not thinking right. Some started to swim towards the remaining boat. Mr. Tamaki was still in the water, and he cut the rope between the two vessels, and the occupants paddled away using their hands. The people in the water hanging on and kicking as they were scared that the panicking people from the other boat would sink them. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's that's hard decision making. By day five, there were only four people left alive in the water. I didn't realize we were down to so few. Mr. Tamake credits his wife's encouragement with his survival. People in the boat started to die. Their bodies were lowered into water, making room for the people in the water. Unfortunately, one died almost straight away after getting on board. This is grim. Mr. Tamake got hold of his got to hold his two year old son in his arms as he passed away. Hmm. On the night of day six, his daughter also passed away in his arms. This poor guy. Oh my god. The next day, only seven people were left in the boat. One schoolgirl was unconscious and near death. Just as everyone was about to give up, a Royal New Zealand Air Force P-3 found the survivors and dropped them some water. The aluminum boat had drifted 300 kilometers or 186 miles from where the Buterawi went down. That actually makes sense with the current. Yeah, this is the middle of the Pacific. Yes. Later on, the survivors were picked up and taken to the hospital. Out of the 102 people who headed out to sea... Oh, I must have miscounted. In the MV Buterawi, th- uh, th- only seven managed to survive the ordeal. Jesus Christ. Most deaths were caused by dehydration, mm-hmm. hypothermia, and mental breakdowns. One woman died in childbirth. Oh, dear God. So some poor lady was, like, started going into labor. Jesus Christ. And at least two people drowned trying to get off the wreck. 23 of the people who died were school children. Oh, my God. That's a lot of kids. The Buterai shouldn't have even been carrying passengers, yes, no, at all, no. at the inquiry. And they blamed the captain. And while the buck should stop with him, I think we need to remember that there was no advantage to him in taking passengers, and he would have been well within his rights refusing to take them. All he needed to do was point out that he had been banned from carrying them. I can't help but feel someone else should have taken part of the blame. I mean, yeah. Like, why yes. was why did he even feel the impetus to take on passengers? Maybe yeah. he was getting, um, like I said, from the higher-ups, some pressure. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's awful. This is horrible. It sounds like it's just a bunch of people that need money. and Yeah, well, yeah. It's kind a of lot of desperate sounds. people on all sides, sort of, yeah. I mean, we know their average annual salary is like what? $1,600, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. somebody's probably cutting him an extra $10 if mm-hmm. he makes this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The owners of the Buterai knew that her, again, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, knew that her captain had run the boat at least three times and uh, right, uh, run it aground, right, and did nothing to relieve him. Sorry that we're hearing litter noises. <laughs> they knew that she didn't have an operational EPIRB, 
because they borrowed one from another boat. The lack of life jackets, while unforgivable, probably made no difference as most people didn't drown. That's true. They, they, it was dehydration and hypothermia and all that. One of the life rafts failed completely, but that may have been due to it being damaged when it was being launched. Okay, that's fair. The boats and rafts were launched by a mixture of crew and passengers, so this is highly probable. I found one report that said that one raft failed to inflate due to getting ripped when it was launched, and the floor failed on the second raft. There's no way of knowing what really happened. And mm-hmm. so few witnesses surviving. Well, exactly. Like seven people survived. They, and didn't, even, they didn't see everything that happened. And even if they had, you're going through so many things on your mm-hmm. own, you're not... You're not paying. You can't paying attention to pay detail. Attention the only to detail anything. you're yep. paying attention to is trying to stay alive. Yeah, literally your own survival. Mm-hmm. The disaster began 30 minutes after leaving the island, and land was still in sight. There is no mention of flares being used, and there seems to have been no emergency supplies in the rafts or boats. Being well, stuck- of course not. They, I mean, they right. don't. They don't even have functional equipment Mm-mm. to make them be able to go out in the first place. Demetrius. Being stuck in an aluminum boat with no food or water must have been torture. No joke. The boat would have reflected all the heat up. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. You might be tempted to jump in the water to cool down, but this will cause your body to become encrusted in salt, and that can draw moisture away from your skin. Dipping your hand in the water will help a bit to regulate your temperature. You can survive a few weeks without food, and hunger is not your main problem. Although, I would probably die of hunger before (laughs) Or Just you would to, kill everybody else I would because, kill of, because, yeah, of, exactly because right. of hangriness. Yes, that's true. I, I'm going with option B, <laughs> knowing you. But dehydration is the killer, yes. You only have days to live. After the first day, your body starts trying to save water. Instead of needing six and a half cups a day, the amount needed will drop to two cups. Any lower than that and damage is being done. Yeah, are you dehydrating? Mm-hmm. You are not dehydrating. You drink a lot. You will lose the ability to regulate your temperature through sweating and hyperventilation. Your pH balances will go out and your brain will lose the ability to make and use certain hormones. Your body will start storing toxins and your blood pressure mm. will drop. Oh, that's horrible. You will start it's to just become... A, and it's a slow decline, yes. too. Yes. You will start to become sluggish and will get headaches. Other side effects are dizziness and confusion, heat stroke and cramps, swelling in the brain and seizures. Permanent organ damage is a problem. Oh, my God. Reports say that only two people died in the initial accident. The RNZAF located the survivors on the same day they started their search. The authorities might have noticed the non-arrival on the third day. On day three, most people were still alive. The outcome of this disaster could have been completely different. If the EPIRB had worked or the radio had been working, most people would have survived. That's right, because they could have gotten help so much sooner. Well, people would have known it actually existed. Yes, and that, where it was and everything. Yeah. That was the main problem. Mm-hmm. There was time for people to put on life jackets, but there were no distress calls sent. In the inquiry, most of the blame was placed on the captain, but it's easy to blame the dead guy. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I'm sure of is that the findings of the Commission of Inquiry would have been a bit different if the captain of the Bucherawi had survived to tell his side of the story. Wow. And that, my friends, was the horrible story of the saga of the MV Bucherawi. Can't wait until you have to pronounce that. <laughs> well, well done, well, well, Stephen. It, it'll be never, because we'll never do that episode again. No, you're going to have to say it in the end. Uh, maybe. <laughs> well done, Stephen. That was, that was, that's awful. That's really awful. I'm kind of glad there wasn't more detail. 
available? Because that just sounds horrific. I think there wasn't. Those people tor- were tortured and I died. I think there wasn't more detail available because nobody knew what happened. Mm. Well, and I'm guessing the seven people left, like, didn't really want to talk about it Probably that much. not. Because they're literally probably spending the rest of their lives recovering from it mentally. Uh, yeah. Like, what? I mean, I, of course. I've thought about it, and I'm like, if something, I mean, hmm, knock on wood. I've tried to mentally, I think I know where you're going. I've tried to mentally prepare myself for it as well. Oh, well, yeah, that that's part of it. But also, like, if I went through something like this horrific, I mean, I think the rest of my life I'd just be like, work? I'm sorry, are you fucking kidding me? I'm never working again. I'm barely going to function as any sort of member of society because I'm going to spend the rest of my life, like, trying to not fall to pieces about this. Because that's so traumatic. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, um, people who, who live with trauma and stuff, like, man, fucking, like, Purple Heart heroes for being <laughs> able to to deal with that stuff. Because it's, I, I, it's, it's really hard for me to fathom. I mean, the the... Human brain and body are built for trying to survive, just like any creature, you know. They're built for adaptability. Uh-huh. But just, just, and all those kids, that's awful. And, like, that poor the whole, guy saw I his mean, two kids The whole die. fucking thing is awful. Uh, and the most awful thing about it is it never should have happened in the first place. No, not even close to happening. Like, there was 10,000 ways for it to go wrong, and they all went wrong. Actually, there were like three ways well, yes. for it to go wrong. <laughs> I was hyperbolic, but yes. <laughs> there were three horrible um, ways for it to go wrong. <clears throat> it did. No beacon, which yeah, is... Yeah, no EPIRB. Yes. Uh, not supposed to even be taking on passengers. And, and not enough life rafts. Yes. And not enough life boats. I'm sorry. Four things went not wrong. Not enough life rafts, not enough life jackets, possibly a drunk crew. <laughs> Maybe. Five. Uh, a captain they all, that had run aground before. <laughs> it's six. hard to know. They all went wrong. There were many things Like every step. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, and even if one of those things had been better, it, it could have been survivable. Could have been, but it probably it ultimately if wouldn't have mattered. They had an EPIRB that would have been alone, a huge. Yes, if they had had a radio, that could have also mm-hmm. solved most of the problem. Those were the two big things. Or even if I mean, they the, had the, proper life, the rafts, ship still kind still of dehydrate, but the ship kind of tore itself apart, which is. Yeah, there's nothing that... <laughs> and Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, Litter Robot is but, um, running in the background. So the now. ship like tore itself apart because it was in that condition. And yes, that would have happened regardless. Within a, a day or two, people would have died regardless. Not yes. almost everybody, which is the case right. with this. Right, uh-huh. I mean... Like, like 7% of people lived. You just had the basic standards. You had an EPIRB. Mm-hmm. You had a beacon. You had... Well, the EPIRB is the beacon. Right. That's... Mm-hmm. I'm using both. Oh, I gotcha. Both. Uh, you had a radio signal. Mm-hmm. So, if you had had just those two things... Demetrius, stop that. Stop playing with the litter robot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he does that. He, I was wondering how that happened before. Well, Demetrius, now we know. you're so gross. But anyway... Stop playing with that. <laughs> if you have all those things... Yes. If you have those two things... Mm-hmm. Way less people die. Yes. If the ship never leaves in the first place, which is what should have yes, happened, no one would. Nobody die. dies. Ninety-five people. Yeah. You know how fucking da- you know how fucking dangerous the fucking ocean is. Mm-hmm. Like it's dangerous. That's as why shit. I stay away from it generally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Because it's I mean, scary as shit. There have been like a couple times where I'm like, I'm not, uh, I'm not feeling so great about this. Yeah. And I can't imagine being on like a ship that just tore apart in the middle of the fucking ocean. Hey, I can't even learn how to do a turn in the swimming pool because as soon as I try to duck my head too far underwater, my my body says nope, no, 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 no. Like you cannot, you can stay on top of the water, and that took long enough for me to kind of overcome. I could no, I don't. I disapprove. Dis- I don't disapprove of the ocean in general. The ocean in general can stay. <laughs> <laughs> I disapprove of my being in or near it, too near it. Like I just want it to stay where it is, and I will stay where I am. Yeah. I'm happy it's there. Sure. I'm very happy the ocean is there. I. I- enjoy the ocean going into it Mm -hmm. if there's anything i could change about you it'd be that (laughs) (gasps) i love you you're perfect now change is that what you're telling me now enjoy the ocean (laughs) (laughs) really if there was one thing you could change about me that would be it i think it is yeah really what do you think the one thing that i would change about you is oh i'd know that for sure well i'm not gonna say it oh (laughs) <laughs> but uh but yeah you can uh, tell me later yeah i would definitely get to the beach more often if you were more into it yes <laughs> yes you would it's just it's not a it's not in my family's blood <laughs> even though we're from miami right which uh, anyway yeah <laughs> before, before we gross out more of our listeners <laughs> that was very well done Stephen. thank, yes, thank you. you i've never very heard of again. it that's horrible those poor people Ugh. God, what an and what an awful death! I never too. even uh, saw. So this is the picture That's of the, the boat. I guess so. Yeah. Because you were holding. So you're I never, right. I. You never showed me this there, little picture, and I knew it was there, but I never really looked at. It. This That's is uh, to show you how unobservant I am. This is like. It looks like a big pontoon boat. Honestly, I honestly described it, but it's you it's didn't a, describe it. You couldn't describe it to me. Well, no, I I did my best, but it's you didn't. I did. Anyway, <laughs> it's the same kind of size boat I had in my mind, but it's got like two stories on it, which is yeah. not what I was. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Ugh. No. Like, even if you're on like the amazing race and you see one Mm-mm. of these, it's like, that's when you use your detour. Right. Yeah. And you know what? Truth be told, there's been some dicey moments in the amazing. Fucking race. of course there has. <laughs> oh, you know what we have to watch tonight? We what? have to watch the Vietnam, Vietnam, communism is great. Amazing race with the Bates brothers. <laughs> yes. Or the Bataglia the brothers. brothers. Bates is one of the brothers. <laughs> one of the brothers, yes. yes. So anyway. Yes. Thank you, Stephen. Very well done. Very As always, much. we appreciate it. Yes, very much. And go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, like maybe oh. our maybe our next episode. I've I've already got something in mind. Mm-hmm. While I was maybe our next episode would be a lot lighter than what oh, we just is had it, to go through. Is that what your topic's gonna be a little lighter? It's gonna be a little lighter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This was bad. This yeah. was very heavy. There's there's enough shit going on in the world. I that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was the saga of the MV Butari. Oh, very good. No. Yeah. From Stephen. Thank you very much again, Stephen. This has been another episode of All Bad Things. I'm David. I'm Rachel. We'll see you next week.